This is Boyfriend Talk with Carlos and Jose. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. It's been a hell of a weekend, but I am excited to go ahead and start the show. Hey Jose, you are in the other room for a little bit. For people who don't know a little bit of behind the scenes, me and Jose record in separate rooms, so that's why I always ask him how he's doing. <laughs> Even though we see each other like minutes before we start recording, but yes, we don't record in the same room, so we're not looking at each other when we're recording. I think it's a little less awkward, to be honest, just because when we talk about controversial topics or when we talk about you know those little awkward topics that are going to come up on this show... I think it's going to help us. I hope that eventually we'll be able to move into um, one same room and can face each other. But for now, I think it helps the podcast a little bit. Yeah, with technology, I think it works for now. Um, It it does help not having you in front of me to be more open about things because that's always good. Um, I think we would be more reserved if we were in front of each other talking about um, certain topics. Exactly. So, so I appreciate that we're in separate rooms, honestly. But what do you think about this long weekend? We just had this long weekend, very, very busy for the both of us. How did you enjoy it? I enjoyed the weekend, although I went by super quick, uh, and there was so much going on. We did a lot in a short amount of time. I need like another long weekend next weekend, which I won't get, but. I wish I did. (laughs) I know. I agree. I agree. It was definitely a very fun weekend, but uh, as every weekend, it had its ups and downs. And we'll tell you a little bit more about those ups and downs later on on the show. But let's get into what everyone has been asking about on social media. If you're not following us on social media, on Instagram, on TikTok, on um, what else are we on? Twitter, right? Yeah. Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Yeah. We're at Boyfriend Nighty. People have been asking. No. We're at Boyfriend Talk 90. Oh, geez. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So, please follow us. Our <laughs> handle is Boyfriend Talk 90. And that's why you handle the social media because I'm not um, good at social media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, y'all, I'm sorry. Boyfriend Talk 90 is our handle. Um, A lot of things going on in there. So please go follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And we posted um, about your adventure, Jose, at um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Um, You had a cast member preview. How was that? Tell us all about it. It was really unique and definitely a very cute ride. Um, You know, it's it's a brand new attraction over at Epcot, although it's not brand, brand new because they do have it at Disneyland Paris. It's brand new here to Florida and Epcot Center. And it's the first attraction that they are opening in this theme park in about more than five years. So it's really, you know, a good expansion to the park. The ride itself, the expansion of the France Pavilion, it's really cool. They're opening the new Remy's of uh, Ratatouille Adventure. Um, also, they are opening a restaurant, sit-down restaurant, quick service. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a great expansion. And I thought it was really cute the way everything just came together. So they're expanding the France area, right? Yeah. So if you've ever been to Epcot and you're at the France Pavilion, they're adding more space to the park. You know, even 
as big as it, as it is, they are adding more space to the back area of the France Pavilion. If you've been there, you would be familiar with that. Um, so that's where Remy's Ratatouille would be, kind of like behind the uh, France Pavilion. But it's really cute the way it is set up. I think at night it would look amazing with the lights. There's like a, there, like I said, the restaurant there. And it, it's really amazing. I hope that everybody has the opportunity to go and check it out because the ride itself, it's really cute. I think the over, like the ride itself is about four minutes, um, four minutes and a half in total, but it's a really cute interactive uh, ride. I think it's 4, 4D. Um, you know, they, it's 3D, you're moving, you are feeling like you are shrinked down to the size of a mouse. So when exactly does this um, ride open for the public? So for those that don't know, the ride does open on October 1st, which is uh, the 50th anniversary at Walt Disney World. So along with the big celebration that will be going on in the next couple of months, they're also opening a few attractions, and this is one of them. Okay. So fun fact, I've never watched Ratatouille. I have no clue what it is about. Um, so guide us basically through this ride. I know you said it's in the back of the France Pavilion. So once I get to the France Pavilion, I know usually, well, I know that there's a French restaurant in the front, right? So this ride is going to be behind that, correct? Right. So if you've ever, if you've been to Epcot and you're familiar, you see, and you're standing right in front of the France Pavilion, you have the restaurant to the left. In the back, you kind of see like, uh, they have, well, right now they have, the sing-along with Bell, which I think we did when we went back in March. Yeah. Uh, but then it's, like, all the way around the corner and, like, behind that. So all the way behind it. So if you're, like, just walking by, you probably don't even know that it's there if you really didn't know because it's so hidden behind the pavilion that they did it. You know, it's a really good kind of job with the way they did it. Okay, so once we get there, we're, we're at the ride. What happens... As soon as you get on, what what type of carts are you getting on? So as soon as you're like going through the queue, because the queue is also interactive. There's as soon as you're in the queue, you feel like you're shrinking down to the size of Ratatouille or Remy. Um, and you're, you know, in France, you once you get to the end of the queue and you're about to get on, you get into this cute little mouse cart that are um i don't even know how to explain it but you've seen it uh yeah maybe you can give a better explanation of that but um yeah so you get your 3d glasses you get on the mat uh, on the little you know cart it goes into some scenes of the movie and i've honestly i have not seen the full movie from beginning to end so you're putting me in a hot spot right now oh, no. i've never seen it from <laughs> beginning to end I've seen parts of the movie. I know what the movie is about. So I'm not the best to tell you what the movie uh, is about or anything like that. But it is the ride itself is, is super cute. Now, I did hear through um, I did hear through Facebook, which is not a very reliable source of news, but um, that this is going to be like a virtual queue. Is that true? Um, or are we going to be able to stand in line as, you know, usually the disney guests do so it's really interesting that you bring that up i mean it is going to be only on virtual queue similar to 
Rise of the Resistance over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, the, what's interesting to me, they do have a queue build up, even long queue outside of the uh, of the ride and inside. There's a long queue, so I yeah, they're gonna be on a virtual queue, but I'm sure you'll some type of waiting once you get to the actual ride, anyways. Interesting, very very interesting. I'm glad that you got th- that preview. Um and hopefully, yes, and, and I did get the preview, and I'm sure there will be more details to come out as a, um, and you know as as we get closer to October first, and more things are going to be happening here at Walt Disney World. So I'll be more than happy to share that over our, our social media and with our you know our followers and whoever goes to Disney on a regular. Yeah, definitely, and we're actually going to be going to Disney um soon to Epcot actually so hopefully we'll have some more pictures of um the France area and the Ratatouille area because we're going to do um the wine the food and wine fest that's yes, going on wine, in Disney the food and wine festival yeah so we'll definitely also review that um so I'm excited to do that coming up soon for the podcast so stay tuned if you have more details on Remy Remy's Ratatouille adventure uh, please share it with us on our socials. And, of course, if Jose has any more details and anything that we find out, we'll definitely share here first on the podcast so that yeah. everybody has that knowledge. Definitely. And definitely follow us, you know, on our podcast, on our social media, so you can see us next weekend. We'll be at Epcot for Food and Wine on Saturday. Uh, and if you're in the, in the park, head us up so we can meet up. And actually, we went to the park this weekend as well as part of our long, um, long weekend. We went to well, we went to Magic Kingdom. We didn't go to Epcot, and Magic Kingdom was was very fun. You definitely dropped some knowledge that I didn't know um, about the ferry. Do you mind sharing that knowledge with the people at the podcast? Um, yes, I would, but it, I don't think it was a ferry, was it? Yeah, uh, on the Magic Kingdom, how you told me that... Um... Oh, so, like the monorail, you mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't really remember. So, if you, could bring, if you can bring me back to what I said so that I can... It's always actually about the, um, the ferry, how you, how, when I asked you why we have to take the boat into Magic Kingdom. Oh, definitely. So, you're talking about, you know, when you get... One of the things I hate about going to Magic Kingdom is, you know, you get out, you're parking so far away, and you're getting on the monorail, and then you're walking to the entrance, and that's like a 15-minute, you know, time. But back in the day, you know, the history behind why the Magic Kingdom is set up that way, it's because they want you to feel that you're getting away from the real world, and you're going into this magical land of the Magic Kingdom. And it's really cute when you think about it, but in reality, it's kind of like a horrible kind of like wait time because you're kind of already, I mean, from the time you park to you walk to the entrance, because currently due to COVID, they don't have trams. So you have to walk all the way from when you park to the security, to the transportation and ticket center, to the monorail, to the entrance. That's already 30 minutes. I'm ready to go home in this Florida heat weather. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but yes. No, I agree. I agree. Right now, it's definitely really hot outside, so it's not even worth going to the parks. Even though I love Disney, um, every every park, I especially love Magic Kingdom. 
It's one of my favorite parks. The problem right now is that it's super hot and, you know, everyone is sweating. Everyone is stinks. Um, and, you know, it, it just really gives you a bad experience overall, specifically at this visit. I mean, and I've had other visits as well where I've had, you know, people in front of me, they just smell so bad because they've been at the park all day and it's just not a pleasant smell. Even with my mask on, I can smell people and it's just, I wonder if some people have never heard of deodorant because their smell is so horrible and it just really kills the magic for me. You know what I mean? Like it kills the whole (laughs) Disney vibe. It kills the whole Disney magic because people smell so bad. They're just so sweaty and it's, it's a horrible experience. I mean, other than that, I really love going to Disney. I love the rides. I'm really excited that they're expanding, and I believe that they have a Tron ride coming soon. Yeah, there is a Tron ride that's going to be coming soon to Disney. Uh, No date has been given on that, but hopefully soon because it does look amazing, um, and I'm very excited for that ride. Yeah, me too. I think that's going to be a really good ride. If you haven't um, checked out the videos on YouTube yet, please go do that because I think it's going to be a, um, a really cool ride. And it actually, they have this ride in um, Magic Kingdom in Hong Kong, right? Yes, I believe in Disneyland. Either Hong Kong or Shanghai. Please don't don't come at me in regards to my Disney knowledge because I'm not the best at remembering these things. But uh, yeah, I believe either uh, Disneyland Hong Kong or Disneyland Shanghai, they have the specific Tron ride, just like Disneyland Paris has uh, Remy's Ratatouille. I mean, I've never, um, I've never seen Tron either. I'm really not a big Disney movie person. I'm not a big movie person in general um, because I have a really hard time sitting still for two hours. But um, you know what? What is? Have you seen the Tron movie before or no? So I've never. There's a there's a new Tron movie. Um, and just to update, it is at Shanghai, Shanghai Disneyland, the Tron Coaster ride, which is pretty cool if you get a chance to go on YouTube and take a look at it. Um, but I'm not really, to be quite honest with you, I'm not familiar with the with the Tron movie legacy. Oh, okay. I just wonder if it's like a Chinese movie and that's why they made it. Um, that's why they put the ride there first. Just like, you know, Ratatouille is a French movie. So they put they put the ride there first. And it's Paris. not. So it's not a. Um, I mean, it's a science fiction movie about a video game. Um, if I'm not wrong. Um, it was first released in 1982. But. It was redone recently, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Interesting. I'll have I'll have to look it up. But I mean, honestly, like I said, I'm not a big movie person anyway. But it'd be interesting to to have that knowledge just for the ride. I'm not sure if the ride is going to be anything like the movie, but it would be interesting to to you know to have that. Yeah, and it was just redone. Um, so the original one was in 1982. It was just redone in 2010. Um, so it may be something that we can talk about and on a later episode and maybe check it out because I have not seen it on the Tron Legacy. Yeah, that would be definitely interesting. Um, I know we did a couple rides there because we got um to Magic Kingdom really, really late. Um, and because we were trying to originally see the fireworks, but the fireworks, you know, once we got to the fireworks staging area, it was just super packed. I've never seen 
Disney packed like that before, especially in one place. I felt like COVID was everywhere. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we were trying to get out, and there was so many people. We got there pretty. I think we got there a little bit after five p.m. The park closed at nine, and it was so so crowded. You know, I've been seeing online how this has been the lowest week for attendance at the park, and wait times have been at their lowest. I think that's a lie. But I call BS on that because everything was over 30 minutes. The whole, you know, in front of the castle, the hub area in front of the castle was so and so crowded. It felt like regular summer pre-COVID. So, yeah, um, as soon as I saw that crowd... We both looked at each other and we both were like, let's go because I don't want to be here. And I don't want to fight the crowd after trying to get to the car. So it was kind of cool that we left at that time because there was no wait for the tra- um, for the monorail. And we kind of just went on our way. Yeah. And, and call me call me a person that's not a fan. But, you know, I just I don't like being there with so many people. I mean, there's no way to enjoy the fireworks, to be honest, when you're surrounded by a crowd of, you know, thousands and thousands of people. And, you know, I just felt that I wasn't going to have a good time watching the fireworks. And not only that, you know, people are going to be rushing to leave at the end of the fireworks show anyway. So everything's going to be packed trying to go home, you know, the, the ferry and the monorail. So I definitely want to go back and try and see the fireworks. But at the same time, I don't know if, if it's worth it or not. I don't think, I mean, it was just not worth it to me personally. There were so many kids, kids crying, you know, um, parents like pulling their kids, um, as you saw when we were trying to get out. And it was just a whole mess. And I was just ready to go. It was just, it was, it was definitely too much and it was too hot for that many people to be around. And like you said, COVID was everywhere. So I just, we we definitely went on our way and got out before everything started. Yeah, and I, I'm glad we did because I I, I saw the fireworks um from my rearview mirror as I drove away, so I wasn't <laughs> mad. Um, you know what I mean. The only thing that I missed was the show on the castle, but you know I'm sure that I'll I could YouTube. probably YouTube. Yeah, we'll YouTube it later. <laughs> so honestly, I really don't think it was that worth it, but. I'm glad we went. I'm excited. I definitely want to go back to Magic Kingdom. This is not. This was not my first time, but um, I definitely want to go back again. And maybe, hopefully, you know the the crowds will start dying down again soon. I really doubt that, but you know, hopefully, it's not that bad when we go to Epcot um, in just a couple weeks, and um, you know, see those fireworks. I'm sure it's going to be just as bad, but. Hopefully, um, I feel like at Epcot, you can see the fireworks from many different angles. So I feel p- a lot of people are more spread out than at Magic Kingdom. I think everybody at Magic Kingdom wants to be in front of the castle um, versus at Epcot. You know, everyone's around the whole lake, which is, um, you know, very huge. I don't know. Right. Epcot just has more space and, you know, there's so many areas to go and watch the fireworks. So, I th- you know, I do love, while well, everybody's main park is Magic Kingdom, my favorite park has always been Epcot. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. And just to give everybody a little preview of, you know, our next week's um, episode on, on Food and Wine Fest, do you have any um, 
do you have are you looking to something in particular are you looking forward to something in particular any food at the food and wine fest all of it no i'm kidding um <laughs> i'm excited uh, that they've opened up a lot more kiosks now for, you know for food and wine so i'm excited to try like probably hawaii they do have like a. If anybody that knows me knows I love mac and cheese. They do have this mac and cheese that I don't even know what the name of it is, but I do want to try it. And I'm sure. Oh, there was that donut thing. Remember? Yeah, it's like a donut was burger. That, was it like a donut? It was something like that. And I think that we we were gonna share one because I don't think I want to have like a full one. But yeah, I think that was a donut burger. And they have um, some new chicken wings, also, I believe. And um, they have they have bow too. Oh, yeah. uh, which I, I mean, I know it's super hot, but probably it'll be cool to try it a little bit. Um, so they do have a lot of great options and a lot of, um, you know, variety, variety of food from all over the world. So I'm excited to see, you know, some of the new things that they have. Yeah, and we'll review it for you guys here on the show. That way you don't have to waste your money. We'll waste ours and, you know, <laughs> and, and tell you about And follow it. us on Instagram for pictures. I'm sure we'll post pictures of what we had. So definitely follow us for that. Definitely. So let's take a quick break. And, you know, when we come back, we will talk about the second part of our uh, three-day weekend. Um, We stayed at World Quest Resort this weekend. And we want to definitely tell you all about it. Um, So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are back and we are continuing to talk about our weekend, Jose. So this weekend we went to World Quest Resort. We stayed there for a couple nights, which was really fun. I really, really appreciate you for taking me. Um, what it, What was your overall thoughts of the resort? Overall thought of the resort. So uh, first of all, I do want to give a shout out to OfferPad for setting us up with a free two-night stay over at the WellQuest Resort at Lake Buena Vista. If you're in the process for selling your house or you're looking to buy a house, OfferPad definitely hooks you up. They are very, you know, accommodating and they help out from beginning to end. Uh, Also, if you're looking to sell a house, hit me up because I'm selling but uh yeah thank you for offer offer pad uh for shout out to them they did set this up for us um because they are hosting an open house during that time and they hook you up at a resort stay anywhere but we decided to just stay locally since we both work in school but yeah um wall quest resort is my first initial thought going in um i thought we were at like an apartment so it was like a home away from home um, you know, we did get a three bedroom villa, uh, overlooking the lake, which was super nice. And then we did have a friend, a uh, little alligator, you know, that was just swimming around and, you know, normal, you know, very normal Florida thing, uh, <laughs> yeah, for the cater, so. <laughs> um, which was just there by our building, like the entire time that we were there. Um, their entire resort seems a little bit dated. But I, if I had to, like, rate it, you know, I would give it, like, a 3.5 out of 5, maybe, okay. on my end, because I did love it. The only thing, my favorite part in regards to, like, the whole resort 
was, you know, first would have been the bathroom and the master suite because the bathroom was definitely amazing. And then the pool. It had a great pool area, you know, very resort style, big, enough space for your family. There was chairs and umbrella all over. So you don't have to like get, you know, go into like a buying a cabana or, you know, renting a cabana or things like that. So I, I did enjoy a couple of things from the resort. Yeah, it was definitely a nice resort. Let's let's head back to um, the beginning. So driving there, um, you know, whenever we pulled up. <laughs> I thought that it was kind of ghetto. That was my first initial, um, my first driving initial reaction. There, yeah, I think if you didn't have a, if we didn't have the GPS on, we wouldn't have known that it was there because where was the sign? Right, the sign was very ghetto. It was there was no no sign. I mean, the sign that was it was very faded. Um, my first, like I said, my first initial reaction was that meme. Um, of Nene Leaks walking down the ghetto, <laughs> and she's just saying the ghetto, the ghetto. So that was my initial reaction. Um, of this time, <laughs> that is the most accurate thing I can say about us getting there and what because it's at the end of nowhere. Yeah. Um, even though it's close to everything, it's like also in the middle of nowhere. If that makes sense for anybody, it, it doesn't make sense. But I know, I know what you mean because. The problem is that there's a lot of wilderness, but it's also in the middle of the city. So you can it's very accessible, um, you know, being in, in the middle of Orlando. So, you know, once we pulled in, you know, the original sign is down the street. You still have to drive a little bit of ways to get to the actual resort. The resort is all the way in the back. And once you pull in, there's a nicer sign. Um, and then there is like a security office, which I thought would have a security officer in there. But apparently there was no security officer anywhere in sight. Um, so you could just drive right in, which was okay. I mean, you know, everyone's on vacations. It's no no problem. But how was the check-in process as you went in? So check-in process was super quick and super easy for me because everything has was already done from, you know, from OfferPad. They had already taken care of payment and everything like that so basically it was less than five minutes or less than three minutes i would say i just came in gave them my name put a credit card down on file for incidentals and they gave me the room keys and uh gave me a little parking permit and then we went on our way um and then the main area or like their clubhouse because i think behind it i think they were condos before but they turned it into a resort that that was my feel about it so it's like a little cup house and that's where they have the lobby. They, you know, they do have um, complimentary coffee 24 hours a day that you can go in the lobby and get. Um, they do have a Disney kiosk with a cast tickets to go to the parks or tickets to anything at Disney. Um, that's I wonder where, if that was you know, an the... actual cast member or if that was just it an is. employee from the hotel. No, it's from Disney. Oh, okay. Well, that's surprising. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I agree but yeah, with you. No. They also have the gym there. Um, and then if you just walk out there at the end of it, it's the pool. So, yeah. Okay. It was definitely nice, the whole lobby area. I didn't really get to see the lobby area, but when we did walk around the resort, um, I, I was able to see some of it. And it, it looked nice inside. The pool, which is right behind the office, was really nice. The resort-style pool with salt water. 
Um, it had two jacuzzis outside, plenty of seating, like you said. And it was an overall nice area. It had a tiki bar, which we didn't get to enjoy because it was closed for some reason. I'm not sure if it was because of COVID or, you know, they were just not open at the times that we were there. But anyhow, it was it was definitely nice. Getting to our actual apartment slash hotel was very easy. They only have seven buildings. Um, so it wasn't too hard getting there. Like Jose said, it's basically apartments that they turned into a resort, I feel like. Um, so it was very interesting. But the only the only problem that I think that I had throughout the whole trip was once we got to the main door, that door to get into the apartment was so heavy. I had it was crazy. It it, it was the heaviest door that I had seen in my life. It was so I mean, after you put in the key and the light goes green and you, you know, you try to open the door. I felt like if I was at a bank and I was trying to get into the safe and this was like the safe door because it was so heavy. I had to like push the door in for it to open. Um, that was my, the only kind of like thing in regards to like that went wrong. Right. Because I feel like once we got inside, it was, it was really nice. It was definitely dated, but it had Wi-Fi, It had cable. It had a full kitchen. Basically, we never left our apartment. You know what I mean? Because it was, I mean, furnished, had TVs, three bedrooms, plenty, plenty of space. And um, it, w- it was just super nice overall. And just to, I know that, you know, we say it's dated, uh, but I did get some word from the uh, WorldQuest Orlando Resort that they are working on an upcoming renovations on the overall look of the property. So they are working on renovating the hotel to get it more modern, I guess, uh, because it is very dated once you go into the room and you look at the furniture and you look at the appliances of the, you know, kitchen area and things like that. It is very dated, but they are working on the, pro- they are on the process right now to work towards a renovation for their hotel. So maybe once they do the renovations, maybe we'll go back and check it out. Because overall, I think the room itself was very spacious. If you have, if you're coming with a big family, you know, it has a full kitchen. Like Carlos said, you don't, you know, we did cook. We did cook yeah, one of the nights that we were there. So it was really nice. Yeah, it was. And I think that I, I really can't wait till they update it because I definitely want to go back. And I hope that when they do update it, that they don't up the prices because Right now, I feel that the prices are pretty reasonable for a three bedroom for a three bedroom um, hotel that they offer. I think last time we checked, it was one forty nine um, through one sixty seven, which for me for a, for a whole three bedroom per night, one forty is not bad. You know what I mean? Because a lot of places in Orlando charge one forty just for a room by itself. Right. So, just a room with two beds, and so. And this room, I mean, there was a three-bedroom Bella. It fits up to, I believe, six people. So you're getting a master suite with a queen bed. There's a second room with a queen bed. And then the third room, which has two twin beds. So it, it is very spacious. It has two full bathrooms. The bathroom in the master was the best bathroom. Like, I fell in love with it. I wish I had that bathroom in my apartment because it had a jacuzzi. It had a shower. It had a big, big space. The only thing I hated was, like, the closet space, but we were in there long. 
enough, so that didn't really matter. But yeah. overall, I really loved the bathroom itself. That was my, if I could have just stayed, I mean, I could have just stayed in the bathroom and I would have been okay with it. Yeah, the bathroom was definitely nice. That was definitely one of the best parts. Um, the jacuzzi was very nice as well. I really did enjoy having that jacuzzi in in the villa because I felt like it gave you a lot more privacy than actually going outside and sharing the hot jacuzzi or the hot tub with 15 other people from the whole hotel. So <laughs> I feel like that definitely gave you a lot more privacy um, to be with, you know, to be with your partner or to be with whoever you want to be. I think that's actually that place, the world quest resort. Um, look it up on Google, look it up on YouTube. Um, I honestly think that if you're trying to plan something with your partner, um, like a little mini getaway, I think that's the plus best place to go. Um, you know, you guys can lock yourself up for the weekend, bring food, bring snacks, um, and you won't really n never need to leave unless you want to go do stuff around Orlando, to be honest. Right. And it was, I mean, like I said, it was only the two of us in a three bedroom Bella. So I know you people are thinking like, why are you in a three bedroom Bella? We're just the two of us, but that's just the way that it worked out. Um, but <clears throat> like Carlos said, you know, you don't really need to leave the room because we brought food. We brought food to cook. You know, we brought snacks, you know, there was a full kitchen that had, you know, anything that you needed was already there and you could walk to the pool. You're, you know, you are within driving distance to go to Disney or driving distance to go to restaurants, no more than 10 minutes away to go to Disney or to go to a restaurant or to go to the movies or, you know, all, or go to all town. Like everything was just in the, in that area. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like the place that we were at. I really enjoyed this weekend. Um, you know, overall, I, I think I give them exactly like what you gave them a 3.5 out of five stars. I, and only just because the place was a little bit dated. Um, and, you know, also because um, I left my shoes there and then it took them half the day or the pretty much the whole day for them to get back to me. And also you left your AirPods there and, you know, they haven't gotten back to us about that either. So I think they might be a little bit overworked, understaffed, um, you know, because it shouldn't take really this long for them to send someone from housekeeping to check out an apartment and find the items that we left or that we lost there. Right. Especially when it's not a big property. I do got to say that everybody was super nice in regards to like the staff They're They're super friendly and super, super nice and helpful. But that is the only downfall. But I think just like everything nowadays with COVID, everybody's low staff or understaff and where the customers having to pay for it, um, which is the bad thing about it. Right. But, you know, we're in Orlando. It's supposed to be a very magical place because we have Disney here. And I feel like, you know, being in a bigger city and being in a place like Orlando, you should have higher expectations for your customer service. So, you know, and, and you should just have higher expectations for everything, especially, you know, I don't work in customer service, but I know you work in customer service. And I feel that, you know, if you're giving 100 percent when you're working, then you should always expect 100 percent when other people are working. So I always hold people at a very high standards. You know, I, I I'm always very generous with people and I understand and I'm very humble and, and you know, like. I've, I've been in that spot where people pressure you, but I've also know that 
even when I'm at a spot where I'm being pressured, I'm always trying to provide excellent customer service. So, you know, fortunately, I don't work at customer service anymore because I'm over it. But, you know, I always try to give that 100 percent. And that's oh, what and I, I expect. And I do myself. I mean, I work I worked in the customer service industry for a long time in hospitality industry for going on 15 years now. If, you know, people didn't know that about me. So, you know, I, I do when I go to places, I, you know, always that customer service mindset is in. So I try not to be. I try to th- try to think about if I'm working and I wouldn't want to do what people do to me at work, you know, even though it shouldn't be like that, because you should, like you said, that you should be treated um, in a certain way. But that's my mindset when I go to prices or when I go out to different locations. Right. So, but other than that, I think the the whole, the hotel stay was great. I really did enjoy myself. I wish we didn't have to go. And actually, when we went back to pick up um, my shoes, I was really sad because I was like, man, I had such a good time. And I always feel like when you're on vacation, even if it's a staycation, like we just had, you know, it's always sad to leave because you have such a good time and you're out of your element and you're actually relaxing. You know, when we took, um, when we took a bath together in the jacuzzi, I felt so relaxed because it was just so out of our element. You know what I mean? We never do stuff like that. Um, and it was just really nice to to be able to do something like that. I know I'm really gonna miss the jacuzzi. I wish that um, I could go say that I'm gonna go to the jacuzzi after I'm done recording this. But truth is, I'm not, and it's so sad. I mean, you can go uh, to the jacuzzi <laughs> of the bathtub. Um, I mean, this one doesn't have any jets, like the one. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I think I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you know, actually, I think that I learned a big important lesson of taking baths. Um, when I, when we went there, because I feel like, honestly, I had never been so relaxed, just the water. I have never taken a bath before. That was like the first bath that I've <laughs> taken. I only take showers, but you know, I, I just never felt more relaxed. I was that just was like, not oh my, my first bath, but it was so relaxing with the jets and the bubbles. And then, you know, our drinks and we were just relaxing. Like it was, it was very, you know, it was very, very nice weekend overall. And I, Definitely one of the best weekends we have had in a while. I agree. I agree with you. And I hope all of our listeners had a great weekend as well. I hope they really enjoyed their three-day weekend. Um, if you're listening to this um, the day after Labor Day, if you're listening to it some other time, I hope that, you know, yesterday was a great day for you. But I really do do hope everyone enjoyed their time with their families and, you know, Hopefully, we'll have more more vacation time coming soon. Yes, definitely. I think we, we, will, we would love to try different spots and definitely talk about them on our podcast here. Uh, because I think this one was a really great, you know, a great opportunity and great choice in regards to the location. Like I said, um, I would definitely be coming back. I don't know if I'll wait till they renovate to go back, but I would definitely be going back to WallQuest. Because I definitely did like the experience and the property itself. Me too. We'll definitely be back, um, hopefully, as a family vacation next time. So, World Quest, if you're listening to this, please sponsor us. Maybe give us a free bedroom, um, a free villa. <laughs> I'm sure even if it's just a two bedroom or a three, you know, they do, they do have two bedrooms and three bedrooms. So even if it's... we would love to come back, um, if you are listening, we would love to come back after 
our uh, renovations or your renovations are done and check it out and definitely review that for you guys. <laughs> Offer pad also come at us. We give you a free shout out, you know, sponsor our sponsor our show. Um, because we're, we're trying to work on it. Yes. Offer pad, because <laughs> I've been in touch with offer pad for, you know, following weeks and they're very helpful. I'm sure that reaching out to offer pad, but offer pad is always very nice, great customer service. And, you know, I've never, I haven't worked with a lot of people, but offer pad is definitely my top recommendation. <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> one of them will sponsor us for the next show. Anyway, it's time, to... <laughs> it's time for us to go. We hope you have a good rest of your day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, and uh, definitely don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or email us for any updates. <laughs>